0: Welcome back to Real Talk Torah, courtesy of the database with Rabbi Shua Eisenberg. For today's issue in Sheer, we'll be addressing the following question. Does Hashem have any regrets? Now, what exactly is the meaning of that question? When we talk about regret, regret is a human emotion, and we know that we can't really ascribe any actual human emotion to Hashem, certainly not in the literal sense. Maybe we find anthropomorphically, or by way of personification, we we'll find places in scripture, in Tanakh, where a human emotion is ascribed to Hashem. And perhaps this idea of anthropomorphism can be the beginning to an answer of another question that we have to address, and that is the issue of the seemingly mixed messages that we find throughout Tanakh on this issue of whether or not Hashem actually manifests this emotion, even if we can ascribe anthropomorphically the emotion to Hashem, does Hashem experience regret or not? Once again, there are mixed messages. There are explicit psukim in Torah, neviim and Ksuvim, which seem to suggest that Hashem does express such an emotion at some points. And yet, there are also psukim in Torah, Nvi'im, for example, that seem to express the, the, the precise opposite, that no, Hashem does not manifest any regret. So, we'll have to see exactly how that plays out. And one of the places it plays out is in our Parsha this week. Now, the truth is, this shear is one that I could be delivering theoretically for, for our Parsha's Beretius Noach, the first um, story in the Torah where we find an expression of regret in connection to Hashem, which we'll speak about soon. But um, I could have also given this shear for Parsha's Zachor, because the half Torah for Zachor, we find such a, uh, such an expression of regret. We find mixed messages in the Haftar itself, as we'll point out. And I could have also given this sheer for the week of Parshas, um, Kisisa, or any other time that we'd lain Kisisa, namely on a Tainist Seabor, like we're going to be having this Sunday, right? Shavasar Batamas, which will actually be Yudchas of Tamas. Um, it's a Nidchad this year, Shavasar Batamas, at the moment of this recording this year, in Tavshim Pei Beis, falls out on Shabbos. But we'd Every single time is tzibor, the the paragraph and the pieces of of Vayichal Moshe, and there we find the expression of regret or relenting, as we're going to see in connection to Hashem. So once again, um, the question is, how exactly are we supposed to understand the many different times we find this expression? Now, um, the connection that we find to this week's parsha, we find it in the words of Billam. and this is one of the examples where it seems to be explicit in Tanakh that in fact Hashem does not experience any kind of regret. This seems to be implied by um, not just only implied, but really indicated by Bilam in the nevuah that Bilam expresses to Balak. Balak is is utterly frustrated in the several occasions that uh, Bilam instead of cur- instead of cursing the Bnei Israel, he blesses the Bnei Israel. And I believe it was in the second time around that he does so, that Bilam speaks to Balak and says, I don't know why you're asking me to do this again. Hashem is not someone who is just fickle, someone who regrets and changes his mind on the dime. So we have to, once again, understand the different contexts. We'll look throughout the different psukim that we find and see some of the Afarishim who addressed this question. But once again, the question of does Hashem experience regret? Does Hashem not experience regret? If he does, in which way does he? And if not, in which way doesn't he? Before I do that, I'll just mention once again that if you enjoy Shirim like this on the podcast and you want to partner up with us with a sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations um, regarding any shiurim or future shiurim, or if you want to join the Database Podcast WhatsApp group to receive um, weekly updates or uploads of every of every share, the link that goes to every share that's uploaded, then you just have to reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the base, B-E-I-S, at gmail.com. Okay, so let's take a look at some of the different places that we find in Tanakh, the concept of, of regret. Now, the truth is the word that we find um, is not really the word for regret. But it's a, it's, a, it's a more, I should say, it's a broader word. The Lashon of Nechama. The Lashon of Nechama, we are more familiar with it as a term for consolation, like Nechum Avelim, right? or, or nicham Tani, that you've given me a Nechama, you've consoled me, you've comforted me. And yet there are several times in Tanakh where it seems to have the opposite connotation of regret. And um, we find this in the first time that it appears. The truth is Rashi in, in, at the very end of Barashas quotes two different pshatim, two different understandings of the word Nechama. Um, one, um, re, um, one one way to read the Pasuk in, in the end of Beratius is in, uh, is a way of reading it as a form of consolation. The other way of reading it is a form of regret. And this is an idea that we've addressed in the past, um, in, uh, in, a, in the musar Minutes series um, for Shabbos Nachamu, which is in a certain sense on the horizon, we have the three weeks coming up first, obviously, uh, but Shabbos Nachamu, which, Bezras uh, Hashem, we should um, we should be able to experience it in a way that it's not just about Nachama, but it's about the ultimate Geulah, Bezras Hashem, and may But we've addressed the question in the past: what is the true meaning of Nechama? And in short. Um, you could go back um, to the archives and hear the fuller version, but in short, Nechama refers to, and this is the way Rashi explains it in more than one place, but one of the places he explains it is in Hazinu, another place where we find the Lashon of Nechama in connection to Hashem. We find that Rashi explains that Nechama is a hipoch machshava, either Lahativ or lahara, either for positive or for negative. It's a hipoch machshava. What is hipoch machshava? It's a flipping or a reversing of machshava, a reversing of your outlook, reversing of your thinking, meaning you think one way at first and then at the end you think a different way. Um, the, the word that Art Scroll precisely uses to translate nechama is reconsideration. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a great translation because reconsideration has the connotations of both comfort or consolation and regret. One is positive, one's negative. Comfort and consolation is positive, regret is negative. But we're going to look at the many times that the connotation is clearly negative, right, where Hashem feels bad, as it were, about something that he had done. Um, so the first place we find it is, um, once again, in Beratius Vov Vov 6-6, where, again, if we're asking the question, does Hashem have any regrets? The the connotations that we find it as it appears in Beratius is that yes Hashem does have regrets. So we have actually more than one emotion that's being um, that's being ascribed to Hashem. We have Nechama. The Hashem was regretful, as it were, that he had he had made Adam. On the earth, and then by isasei belibo that he was sad in his heart. We know in this week's partial, also we find the connection of anger, right? That Hashem specifically withholds anger, but the Gemara in Brachos says that that Bilum was aware of the one time that that Hashem was able to get angry, and the, the like, you know, the the one you know mila 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 moment um you know, if you say millisecond, millimoment a day that he that Hashem gets angry, Billam was aware of it. So we find definitely anthropomorphic versions at the very least, um, in connection to Hashem. And so we see Hashem is regretting having made man on the world. And this is because man had become so corrupt. Rashi has an alternative read from the Midrash that suggests that, no, Hashem was comforted. Hashem was comforted that he made man merely on earth, but not that he was able to actually literally come into the heavens too, because then he would corrupt the heavens as well. So Baruch Hashem, or uh, th- Hashem thinking himself as it word that he only created um, Adam on earth and not in the heavens as well And that would be a, a comfort to Hashem But the Pashib Shah and Rashi quotes this as well Is the negative connotation That Hashem is regretful That he created man on the world So that's that's, that's one um, Manifestation that we find That Hashem clearly in the Torah Is experiencing as it were A regret Then we find for example in Parshish Kisisa right, Which we alluded to earlier So and we blame we this every single time in Tzibor, that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu is davening for Kla Yisrael. And what do we ask Hashem? That we ask Hashem to, to desist, to withhold, and um, that he should have second thoughts, that he should regret his... Um, or initial decree that, that there should be bad upon Klai Israel, he should regret it, he should take it back. And at the end of that paragraph, at the end of the Kriyasa Torah, we find that Hashem, in fact, does re- um, relent. Um, a similar concept that we find um, in both, uh, in, in Yoel and in Yonah, two of the Treyasar, we find um, another version of the, um, or we could say um, a, a slight quote and slight misquote of the Yodgim al where um, uh, some of them are mentioned, and it says that Hashem is apayim, and then instead of uh, Rav chesed v'em, it says V'nicham al that Hashem regrets, as it were, um, any evil, that Hashem um, feels bad, as it were, when He does evil, and he uh, Hashem is willing to look away and to take back what He had done. So, those are other psukim where we find Hashem experiencing nechama. And then we get to our parsha, right? Um, you know what? Before we get to our parsha, I'll mention once again um, the, the pasuk in HaZinu that I had referenced earlier. Um, that's where one of the places where Rashi expresses that Nechama has two meanings, really one meaning. It's a hippach either lehetav or it could be um, positive or negative. So that pasuk is in Lamed Lamidvav, Lamed Vav, where the pasuk says that Hashem will um, relent. Um, Um, From any evil that he wants to do to to his servants to Klal he's not going to do that evil. That pasuk is also similarly um, cited later. It's echoed in a pasuk in Tehillim that we say every single Shabbos in Pasuk de Zimra. In fact, although um, the entire pasuk from Hazinu is not there, but the words quoted from this pasuk in Hazinu are almost verbatim what we find in this pasuk in Tehillim. Kuf in Halaluka Shem Hashem, Halu Avde Hashem. Right, so in that in that paragraph which we uh, say right after Yoshev Baser, and we say it right before Hodulashem Kidov. So in that paragraph, in that in that paragraph and we find Amo. Hashem will have judged his people. And regarding his servants, he's going to be comforted, or he's going to be not really be comforted. He's going to um, be regretful, or or he will reconsider. Hashem is not going to hurt them. So we find that pasuk there. So um, so far we've we found psukim in in both Torah and Ksuvim, and I'll point to the ones and and even Navi actually. So we have. Sukim throughout Tanakh, and perhaps some others that I didn't even reference that that refer to Hashem's expression of regret. And then we find in our parsha, which seems to be perhaps against the rules, the rule apparently is that Hashem does experience regret. And yet, when um, Balak complains to Bilam, well, you know, like why? And why, why do you keep on blessing the Jews? And why don't you try again? Maybe this time you'll be able to curse them. So in, in our Parsha, So it's 2319. So Bilaam tells Balak as follows. So let's break that down. So God, Kael is not a man, that he's going to be deceitful, that he's going to just you know, lie, adam, and he's not a person either, that he's just going to regret. Right? He says, is he going to is he gonna say and not do? And is he gonna speak and not fulfill that which he says? So of course, says Bilam to Bullock, God does not just regret it. what do you think he is? Human So the suggestion is that God does not experience this kind of regret, but if it, you know, but, but what in fact is Bilam saying? Because we have several psukim that we just cited earlier that says God does experience regret, and here is Bilam telling Balak, and this is again, this is Navua. so this is coming from Hashem Himself, and it's coming from Hashem Himself that Bilam, uh, that that that, um, that he, not Bilam, that he, Hashem, does not experience regret, right? That that would that would be a human emotion. Now. But we find also, very similarly, in this place, in this other context, in, in um, the Haftar for Parsha Zachar, which is in Shmuel Aleph, Tazvav, the story of Sha'ul and Agag, and Shmuel um, rebuking Sha'ul for not having wiped out Agag as he was commanded to, to wipe out Amalek. And here we find more of a stira, like it's pretty glaring, because in Tesva Virala fifteen eleven, Hashem says to Shmuel, In fact, I regret that I have made shol king, that I've made shol, um the Melech, because after all, he didn't, um, you know, he he went against me, and he and he didn't fulfill my word. So. Yet, what do we find later? After Shaul tries to do some kind of teshuva, Shaul feels bad. And yet, what does Shmuel tell Shaul? He says, He says, but one second, the Eternal One of Israel, he's not going to lie. And he's not going to just regret from what he said before, that, he's not, that, he, that, that you're not going to be king anymore. He's not a person who just regrets. So here's our question once again: Does Hashem regret or not? And in in this particular haftara, it's just right in your face. Hashem says Nichamti. Hashem says I'm experiencing nihama, the negative kind. And then, very you know, in, in a few verses later, so this is in Tesvav, Chav Tezv fifteen twenty nine. Uh, so it's it's only you know so we're talking about um, we're talking about eighteen or so pesukim later. And Hashem and, and Shmuel says about Hashem he's not he's not Yinachem and because after all he's not a person that will be Yinachem. So how exactly are we supposed to understand all these different psukim? And I think the beginning of an answer to this question you can say very simply is that really the way we started that of course Hashem never experiences actual regret and if you look at both the context. Of 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 Bilaam's speech to Balak, and Shmuel's speech to Shaul, in both contexts they both make a very similar, not only similar point but a precise point, in common, and that point is that Hashem is not human. And you probably might have anticipated this, um, just hearing me recite the psukim for you. But this is one big difference between every single time that the Torah or anywhere else in Tanakh, in Nevi'im or K'suvim, that the Pasuk has referenced to Hashem regretting. The difference between this occasion and every occasion where it says that God does not experience Nechama is that in those other scenarios where he does not experience it, the speaker, be it Bilam um, or Shmuel, they're both suggesting that God is not human who experiences regret, meaning the regret of Hashem is different from the regret of humans. He's not a human who regrets, but in his own anthropomorphic way, Hashem can regret. And this, I would say, is probably the Pashup Shad answer, but it does need a little bit more of elaboration. And that elaboration, I think, can be found in a couple of Mepharshim. Um, and in Parshas Balak, we actually find, from the Bechor Shor and the Chizkuni, they um, they, they both say a very similar um, explanation. I think it's almost precisely the same, but the Bechor Shor says it in more words, so I'll give it to you from the Bechor Shor because he's more elaborate. So the Bechor Shor comments on the words, Lo ish that Hashem is not a human who is deceitful. So the Bechor Shor, he's going to point to three different kinds of going back on your word. And he's going to explain why Hashems is different, All right so so if someone who is deceitful he's someone who just goes back on his word for no reason maybe he has a doubt um in in his scenario someone who just goes back on his word that's someone who's a who's a kasban he's someone who 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 lies right um so fine aval. Um he continues, um, skipping a little bit. He says, so then the next version, after a Kosev or kazban so someone who is um who experiences this kind of nechama that that at least the Bechor Shor explains that Billam is, is referring to, and perhaps Shmuel is referring to this as well. So it's someone who um so again, uh Kim Smash amar. He doesn't, have, he doesn't have a suffix of what he said. So he says, so first of all, Hashem, so going backward. he says Hashem is not someone who lies. Hashem doesn't just go back on his word for no reason. And Hashem is not someone who is just fickle, who doesn't really know what, which way he should go. Right? He makes a decision, now he's not sure that I make the right decision, and someone who's very indecisive. Right, so you have someone who's deceitful. You have someone who's indecisive. So he says that Hashem is neither of these things. Hakadosh Baruch Hu al Kol Yachol ve'elushtey Mida se'ini mitzui mitzvios beKadosh Baruch Hu avlagesh Mida Shlishis. Says the B'chor Shor. He says there is a third Midah, a third measurement, a third manifestation. Could go an Adam shomer lechaveru, like a person who says to his friend, Aninu se'ini lechakach, I'm going to give you such and such. B'shvil shetichab deni so basically, it says if, if you um, if you honor and you serve and you do what you are supposed to do, um, and, and then then I'll give you what you, this thing that you want. But he doesn't want to do it. And he now feels bad that he gave him something, so he gave him something conditionally. He didn't fulfill the condition. He didn't honor him. He didn't serve him. This kind of nechama is uh, um, is dependent on what. This is on the negligence and the miscarriage of the makabel, the recipient of that good, who didn't fulfill the condition. So that kind of regret is something that even Hashem can feel, as it were, because Hashem gave him something on a condition that was unfulfilled. So yeah, Hashem can regret it, not because he's uh, deceitful or indecisive. And so, and so this is the idea. And, and and in this context, the Bukharshar points to our example, as we'll see. So let's let's keep looking in the Bukharshar. So he says, um, So someone who gives something and he stands by his word, right? So someone who um, um, who says, I'm gonna do something bad to someone, right? I promise I'm gonna hurt you. And then, all of a sudden, um, you, um, because, because before I was upset at you and I was going to hurt you, I was going to harm you. But then, you've done some kind of tshuva, you've done something really good, you've won my heart over, and now, I regret the evil. And so, this is the examples that we find several times, and he's going to cite some of our psukkim that we cited earlier. So, for example, like in, in Parshas Hazinu, kihadinamo, right? So, he's going to judge them, kimo, Gabe adam, Oh, wait, one second. Um oh so right, right at the second he doesn't actually quote our passage from Hazinu, but he, he seems to reference it. Right. So, right. So when Hashem this is going back to Veracious actually, Hashem says that I, I am um I feel bad that I have created them. Shani right? Because Hashem says, I actually created mankind so that I can get honor. Right, this is actually in our, our DAF for uh, this upcoming DAF where we have the Sheva Brachos, right? We say Shakobara Lechlodo. So, um, a nice connection to, uh, to DAF Yomi. So, uh, maybe you can put that on the list for Inyana Diomi, even though um, I didn't necessarily uh, record it for that series. But you can go back to to um, on the database archives to hear Inyana Diomi Shiorim. But in the meantime, let's continue this Rukh So, he says. Uh again, the, the the concept is I created them for my honor. So um, so he says that so the Hashem experiences this regret. similarly, like our Pasik in Shmuel, I feel bad that I me I regret having made Shol the king. and I said and um, and I, I said to him through Shmuel, so so, that, so that all of these are examples of going from positive to negative now he 's going to quote some examples in the opposite they did from and right so the, um, we have in, we have from um, the Passock in, um, in Yonah, we have with the Passock in Kisisa that Hashem is going to relent from doing any evil. Vachain hu Omer vidavid im miru benachas darchem. Vachain ab parchas bracious. He says, Gimel nechamos messios b'adam Adam achas sheeno omer vidibirov achas sheeno yochovachas vipsias and a kablo. omer vidavid. So um, uh, this is uh, um, uh, inserted in the brackets, uh, but uh, the book just explains of the three kinds of Nechamos, um that you could find for a person, so um only only one of them actually applies to Hashem, right? because Hashem is neither deceitful nor indecisive, but this third example can apply to Hashem. Um, we don't have an ahama from Hashem that comes from deceit or from being unable to make a decision. is Hashem going to say something, and Hashem's not going to be able to hold to it. Is that the kind of nechama that you expect, you expect Hashem to have? Hashem doesn't just change His mind. Hashem didn't make a mistake. You think Hashem made a mistake? So meaning, every t- I mean that, what that shows is that every other time that it seems that Hashem is experiencing regret, we could even think of this as a almost human regret, but it's the kind of regret that's completely tell-away on the choices of man. Then we go into the territory of, okay, well, Hashem foresees what man is going to do. Yes, but we still have free choice, and that's enough for us. Us being in the realm of free choice, that Nechama could be expressed against us when we have not fulfilled the conditions um, that we're supposed to fulfill. And... That will work for every single other example that Hashem has in the Chama, either for positive or for negative, when we um, were given a privilege and we abused it, or when we were given a punishment and we proved worthy through our actions that we don't need to receive the punishment. And the truth is, I believe that this is really Pshat and Rashi as, well. Um, um, as um, well. If you look at Rashi on our Pasuk in, in Balak, so Hahu Omar Vagomer, so what's interesting is Rashi just quotes Targum unklos. He says Bilam is speaking in an expression of of wonderment. The Targum of So what does that mean? Of meaning going back and forth. You, if you if you if you understand the diok, of, I think the proper inference to make from Rashi's words is that. Rashi is communicating through Targum Uncas that this kind of regret is talking about someone who, once again, just flips back and forth because of you know a uh, uh, maybe I changed my mind for some um, unknown reason, or maybe I just changed my mind, and that's not a fair way, an appropriate way to describe Hashem. People do that. People are fickle. People just change their minds because they can't make a decision because they because they you know they 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 have doubts about prior decisions that they've made because they don't know the the M S. But what we, uh, but, but what we find by Hashem is is, is that is, it, that's not even possible. And if you look in the Barbanel, the Barbanel says something very similar. The Barbanel, I think um, this Barbanel was um, in say for Shmuel, but he explains very, uh, very similarly to the Bichur and the Chizkuni that Hashem doesn't regret anything mitzad. Atzmo, or Mipa'as Atzmo, from Hashem's own corner, from Hashem's own perspective. Hashem doesn't have any actual regrets. But when does Hashem experience Kaviachol, a regret? It's always mi paas Mipa'as HaMakabel from the corner of the Mechabal, from the perspective of the Mechabal, based on mankind's change, when mankind, via his decisions and his actions, he does something either right or wrong, then Hashem can express an echama. That's one shot that the Abarbanel quotes. Some of the Mepharsham explain, and the Abarbanel points this out of another possibility, when it says that he's not a human who regrets. When Shmuel said this, he was referring to um, Shaul. that Shaul. He was someone who was not appropriately remorseful, at least not remorseful enough to to you know get to do a full teshuva. Um, but obviously, the pasuk is, is a reference to Hashem, and this is and the truth is, there's really no contradiction at all between any of the psukim, because though if, what's being communicated by both Shmuel and Bilam is that Hashem's regret is fundamentally different from the regret that is expressed by humans. And, um, in fact, this regret that Hashem does express is completely tell away on the actions of humans, which just demonstrates, um, once again, that at the, at the end of everything, it comes back to our actions. How Hashem feels, how Hashem mirrors our actions, that's the personification that we can, um, employ when talking about Hashem. Um, and yeah, we find several times throughout Tanakh that there's anthropomorphic personification, um, sort of a language that's applied to Hashem. And even in the realm of nechama, there are different kinds, some that can be applied to Hashem, some that cannot. So if the question is, does Hashem have any regrets? The answer is yes and no. And really, it depends. What kind of regret are you talking about? Is it the same regret of humans? That's certainly not. Um, but does but is there a time and place where Hashem expresses, at least anthropomorphically, a certain kind of regret? And the answer is yes. And when so, well, that depends on us. And we should be so that... Um, We should do the kinds of actions that will make Hashem have an achama on any negative, um, and never um, on the opposite. That Hashem should wants to um, to to renege, to have um, a nechama on any evil that was decreed upon us. We should never make Hashem Kav have regret for giving us any privileges, but we should be zoha to those privileges. Anyway, that takes us through what was hopefully for you, as it was for me, an interesting Real Talk Torah. So in the meantime, keep it real, keep talking, and most importantly, without any regrets, keep the Torah. Thank you for joining us here at The Database.